0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Halo Effect podcast. This episode, I want to go over the market update, what's going on in the Denver real estate market update. There's a lot of noise out there on social media, a lot of people speculating a recession, um, a housing crash, high interest rates. You know, what is going on in the real estate market and what is going to happen in the future? I'll start off by saying, disclaimer, I don't have a crystal ball. I'm not a sidekick. I'm not trying to predict uh, or give, um, I don't know, what's the word? Uh, yeah, I nobody really knows is what I'm saying. Nobody really knows what's going to happen. A lot of different scenarios can play out. Um, you know, I've heard a ton of people say that there's going to be some great opportunity in the next 12 to six, 12 to 18 months to buy some real estate and invest in some real estate, you know? Um, however, what's going on right now is interest rates are sitting at about six and a half percent. The federal government came out last week and mentioned that they are going to, you know, they're going to continue to raise interest rates going into the winter time. Um, so, You know, potentially rates can go up to seven, seven and a half, eight percent. That is a possibility of what can happen. Right now, what we have seen is that the market has kind of it's it's sitting at like a weird limbo, you know, spot where buyers are trying to figure out what's going to go, what's going to happen with rates. You have sellers on the market that need to sell. And so they have to reduce their prices because, you know, there's less buyers on the market right now because of interest rates. so that's kind of what we have on the market. However, homes here in Denver are still selling. You know, homes are still selling because there's a high demand. There's people that are still moving into the Denver metro area, and homes are still selling even at this rate. So right now, you know, what I'm advising people is that if you are in a position to buy, buy, right? It's never smart to try to time the market. Reason being is because We can take a look at the people that bought six months ago, right? They had no idea this was going to happen to the market. It was going to slow down. However, it doesn't really matter because those people bought at three, three and a half percent interest rate. And so they were able to qualify for more. Had they waited, they wouldn't have been able to qualify for the same property that they're at right now. So keep that in mind for one, right? Interest rates affect your qualification, how much you can qualify for. And it's always an either or, right? Interest rates go up, go down, prices go up because more people can afford homes and there's more people on the market uh, buying real estate or vice versa, interest rates go up, there's less buyers on, on, the, on the market and prices either stabilize or they go down, right? So that you're always going to have an either or. It's very, very hard as a buyer to try to time the market. That's why you uh, hear a lot of people say, you know, don't try to time the market. It's more important to spend time in the market than try to time the market. And essentially what that means is that when you spend time in the market, that means that you own real estate, you own properties, right? And you're able to kind of ride out the ebbs and flows, the highs and lows of the market. Because at that point, now you have options. Now you have things that you can do. You own real estate, at that point and you could always leverage that real estate for example if the market dips you can leverage the equity the gains that you've had on your asset to pull some of that real that equity out and buy more real estate right so that's why it's very important to buy when you can it's very hard to time the market nobody really knows what's going to happen buy when you can right right now interest rates are high but you're getting the asset low the property is at a lower price right and so the benefit of that is with the asset at a lower price, you know, the interest rate fluctuates when interest rates go down, then you refinance at, to a lower rate at that point, right? And your monthly payment drops. As opposed to, as opposed to think about it, if you were to write, uh, buy a property when the interest rate is low, the property is high, well, you can't change how much you bought the property for and you can't change your interest rate because your rate is low. Right. I mean, it's still a good it's it's a good position to be in because you have a low monthly payment as well. And so it just all depends on perspective on how you look at things. Right. Um, I think a lot of what's going to be going on right now is fear based. You know, there's going to be a lot of uh, fear based messages out there. However, I don't like to think like that. I think that there's always opportunity in something Right. If you think abundantly, you try to find the opportunity, the positive in any situation. Uh, I think that if you think in scarcity, lack, and fear, you tend to close yourself off to other options and you focus on one thing. So right now, what I'm seeing right now on the market is that a lot of buyers are strictly focusing on the interest rate. Oh, I'm not going to buy because the interest the interest rate is high. Right. And I think that that's the wrong mindset because. At that point, they kind of block off any other possibilities or any other information and they're not open to hearing all of the scenarios or all that um, they can receive as far as information, right? So that tends to happen. It's kind of like human psychology. That tends to happen to me sometimes. When I focus on one problem and one thing, I tend to just fixate on it and then it messes with my mood and all of a sudden I'm having a bad day. And it's not until I take a step back and I snap out of it, and I'm like, "Whoa, oh, that one thing is just that one thing." You know, my life is still amazing outside of that one thing. <laughs> I can't focus on that one thing. I'm going to focus on all the other blessings in my life and all the other good things that are happening, right? And so, that's what I'm seeing. Uh, a lot of what I'm hearing from buyers right now, a lot of hesitation because of the interest rates, and so. You know, in contrast to that, so so I, I I ask, I always like to ask buyers, so what do you think is going to happen in the future? And of course, you know, they don't know. And if some of the experts don't know, you know, they're not gonna know, right? So um again, you're not in this market, you're not competing with, you know, 15, 20 other buyers submitting offers on one property, having to pay fifty, a hundred thousand over um, asking price, right? You don't have to waive inspections. You don't have to waive appraisal. You don't have to, close. you know, hurry up and close in three weeks. You have more flexibility. It's more of a peaceful process. It's not, you know, it's more, you know, of what you're looking for as a buyer. It's not a rush decision. Prices aren't, um, homes aren't going under contract in one day on the market, right? So keep that in mind. Um, there are a lot of people out there that, uh, you know, Robert, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Kiyosaki, that's one of them. Uh, he wrote the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which, is, which essentially is a reason why I am in real estate. He is speculating the market really going down in the next 12 to 18 months. And so it's important to note that if that does happen, you know, real estate is a long-term game for a lot of people. People, uh, typically the normal individual, the normal American um, is not anticipating to buy a property and then sell it in the next two years or three years, right? So if anything were to happen, I anticipate a quick bounce back because of the health of the economy. Simply what's going on right now is, um, you know, the government is trying to keep inflation low. And so they're, you know, messing with the interest rates Uh, thinking that that's going to solve the problem. And so, you know, that's kind of what's going on right now on the market. And so, you know, if it it does, the way I see it is, if you are a renter and you try right now and you can buy right now, however, if you try to time the market the next six months to a year, you're going to lose out. Like you're going to lose out. You're going to lose out for, you know, because you're still paying rent, right? You're still paying rent every month, fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred, three thousand dollars going down. It's not going towards anything, and so if you're waiting six months to buy a property at a I don't know fifteen thousand dollar discount, twenty thousand dollar discount, you know thirty thousand dollar discount, is it really worth it? Right, three thousand dollars times six, eighteen thousand dollars. Um. And then on top of that, we don't really know if the market is going to, you know, go down that much at, you know, at that point. So, I'm sure there's a whole lot of other things at play, you know, with with the rental market. And it just kind of, it's hard hard to speculate, you know, uh, what's going to happen. But that's what's essentially going on right now. And, you know, real estate is a long-term game. And if you can buy when you can you know, buy um, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens if prices do go down. It may be a good time to invest in real estate, you know, for a lot of people that have owned their properties for a while and have equity in the property. You know what I mean? They can leverage that equity and buy more properties at a lower price and then refinance later. For example, you could go the single family route where you buy a single family residence. Um, As stated before, uh, I think I've gone over this before on the podcast, but that's one option. Um, The other option is a multifamily unit and multifamily units are duplexes, triplexes, quadplexes. You know, a lot of what I'm helping my investor clients with uh, right now, myself included. So I'll be buying a, a quadplex here beginning of next year. And so what I'm going to do with that quadplex is rent out one Unit for myself, do a long-term rental on another unit, and then do an Airbnb, which is a short-term rental on the other two units as well, and try to balance out the cash flow there. Uh, it's all about looking at the numbers with the deal. It's all about looking at the numbers to see if it makes sense. Um, you know your cash-on-cash cash return, your cap rate. Um, however, in any case, what I've what I've seen in real estate is that it's always a long-term game, and you always want to leverage and. And, um, you know, use debt to leverage that to buy more real estate. So essentially what I'm looking to do is getting to the investment side of real estate as well. So, you know, I really, really want to become well-versed in all of the options um, to be able to provide value to my clients, options, opportunities. Um, so really excited about that as well. Uh, All right. Sorry, guys, I had to take a drink of uh, my kombucha. But uh, yeah, so let me know if you have any questions. Uh, Reach out to me, uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, email, whatever. Happy to answer any questions on any of the information I just provided right now. And um, yeah, so that being said, thanks for tuning in, guys, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.